Skunk it. I don't know if you saw, but like, well, I, I mean, do you have now TV? I it, do have now TV. Well, there you go. Yeah. So you will perhaps have seen this, or maybe you wouldn't. You're a busy guy. Um, <laughs> Tenet. Yes. The movie that attempted to save cinema. <laughs> Did it though? Yes. <laughs> who who thought that like what ended up saving cinema to some degree? Obviously, cinema's in a weird place right now. Is just King Kong versus Godzilla. I thought you were going to say, like, remember when, like, Hocus Pocus came out and made, like, a shit ton of money <laughs> in, like, the autumn last year? No, I, I mean in terms of blockbusters. Because, like, the thing about King Kong or Godzilla is that, like, it, it's, like, on a franchise that has been declining. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, nobody really liked Destroy All Monsters. Nobody really liked Godzilla. People liked Kong Skull Island. But I, I like Kong Skull Island. I, I, yeah. I think it's brilliant. Um, but, you know, it's not even, even that's not a film that, like, like set the imagination yeah Yeah. or has like a kind of solidly built-in audience now so i really thought that king kong versus godzilla was just going to be out right here's the last one guys you know there's no way we could go from it anyway so i guess it's just the end of it but now they're like scrambling around going what else can what else can godzilla fight that is what it feels like doesn't it like it feels yeah it feels like they kind of just shat that one out because they're like well we've we've hinted at it we've been building up to it like Surely on name recognition alone, this will make us some money. Yeah. And now that it has made them a fuck ton of money and people kind of like it, they're scrambling big time to throw together the next big thing. What can top it? I have no idea. They fight again? (laughs) They fight some more? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I'm I'm sure a room full of Hollywood executives will come up with something that we could all enjoy oh i'm gunning for gamera but nobody gives a fuck about gamera <laughs> wasn't he already in the last one no he king of the monsters gamera is a giant turtle that flies when he flies he turns into a flying saucer he's fucking he's my favorite giant monster film but he's never he's never gonna get to he's he's never gonna get into the verse godzilla which i'm disappointed by giant turtle no a giant turtle <sighs> so we're, we, we we would have to have like the solo movie the giant turtle solo movie <laughs> I feel like that'd be quite slow paced because it's a because he's a turtle he's, he's his a turtle. turtles are yeah. quite slow um we got off topic yeah sorry uh, yeah Tenet's Tenet on now, was supposed to Tenet's on now TV um and I obviously attempted to save cinema hmm. we all we all we all had a great time uh, 10 out of 10 um <laughs> <laughs> but like I I didn't like it and I think we talked about this at the time. Like a big part of why I didn't like it was because the movie is, in my opinion, mixed so fucking poorly. Yeah. That a lot of the time, my confusion came from I literally don't know what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, it's on now TV now, and I checked, and it has subtitles. Good. So I've went from like, oh, I kind of never really care to watch Ten. At least for the the next few years, I don't care to watch Ten again. To like. Now I kind of really want to watch Tenet again with the subtitles on to see if that... To see if having an understanding of what's going on because I'll be able to read what they're saying while they're on the boat with the deafeningly loud (laughs) boat engine noises and the wind so that you can't hear a fucking word they're saying. I'll be able to understand what they're talking about. Maybe I'll enjoy it more. Um, But the reason I brought it up was because recently we had that exact same thing happen with another movie do, do, do you remember that have you ever heard of or have you seen i believe it is the 2008 movie smoking aces i am familiar with 2008 smoking Aces. have you seen it yeah oh yeah very very long time ago so it's from 
Joe Carnahan. Yeah, who's who, who did the yeah, A-Team the movie, A-team. Right? Yeah. yeah, so there was a couple of reasons I got excited was because, was A, it was Joe Carnahan, hmm. and I was like, well, great, love the A-Team, love the grey. We're, we're already two for two. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other reason was uh, I've been rewatching Lost, another show which we have talked about on this podcast. Um, and when I, I what something I've become really fascinated by is after I finish an episode, I really like Googling the episode and reading like old reviews from like 2010, like as the show is airing. Okay. And I'm like finding it quite fun to like kind of read and stuff. And uh, I was kind of going through some stuff the other day after I'd watched an episode. And there was like a fact, there was like a list of facts. And it was like, uh, oh, these three actors from this episode also appeared in the film Smoke and Aces. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is Smoke and Aces? And that was how I found it. And I was like, Joe Carnahan, Joe Carnahan, then it's got fucking uh, Ryan Reynolds. And um, oh, who else was in it? Ray Liotta. It's quite ben a Affleck, memory, yeah. Um, like all the, and then Matthew Fox from Lost and stuff is in it. So I was like, I really want to watch it. And it was on Amazon Prime. Uh, it didn't have subtitles. Which is fine, you know. You watch movies without subtitles all the time. If it's if it's in English, you, what do you need them for? But that movie was so badly mixed, unfucking believably badly mixed, to the point where the, the like the opening scene. I don't know if you'll remember any of this, but like the opening scene is Ryan Reynolds and Ray Liotta are in a uh, like a police surveillance van, right. watching this mafia house. And they're talking to each other, Ray Liotta and Ryan Reynolds, but they're going for this kind of like, they're trying to go for this kind of naturalistic, like, oh, is this scripted or are they kind of saying this stuff off the cuff and they're just palling about because they're mates and stuff. And then the people in the mafia house are talking on the phone. So you're trying to listen to the phone call that the mafia people are having, but Ryan Reynolds and Ray Liotta keep talking over the conversation that's happening on the phone. And then there's also weird music playing at the same time and fucking I watched it with we started watching it me and Katie and after the opening scene Katie was like I don't know what has just happened Hmm. and I was like I was trying really hard to listen I think this is the plot (laughs) like thus far then we go into the next scene Ben Affleck he's playing pool and he's going for that classic kind of Ben Affleck like Boston accent that he loves to do and again he is mumbling there's crazy loud music playing in the background the he's also talking while a montage is going on so he's like narrating this montage the montage the soundtrack is fucking blown out like crazy so again no idea what he's saying he's just like while the music's like and like all this shit's happening and um we ended up turning it off after 10 minutes because we just couldn't understand like we couldn't understand anyone in the movie like it was and i was wondering if there's any movies off the top of your head that you could think of that you've had to like stop watching not because of like the quality of like the movie like plot or anything like that but because of how badly the film is like the film's like audio or something like that is put together that it's just fucking which i feel like is a loaded question to come out without prepping you for it maybe i should have done right, well my, my answer would have been tenant yeah like it would like if it obviously wasn't the, the 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 start of this conversation the first one i would have probably immediately come yeah. out with is yeah tenant uh, like a, um but there, i feel like there has been there's been films where i've struggled to understand what they're saying and that's really impacted i hate it when a dvd doesn't have subtitles i hate it like i i just don't i don't understand if it's a dvd mm. it should just be like default subtitles how long does it really take to make a subtitle track yeah 
couple hours, you just have to watch the movie, type along with it. There's people who sit in courtrooms hmm. and transcribe the conversations as they're happening. Well, there's people. Someone that... can do that with Silent Hill, yeah. the movie. <laughs> there's people that do it on the news. You ever, you ever watch the news or the subtitles? Yeah. And then, like, this must be a crazy person in a room yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can't, I can't think off the top of my head. It is annoying, but like, they did make Tenet like unwatchable. Yeah, I think like, that the is, weird thing with Tenet yeah. as well is like, I, I totally understand like. I was gonna say I have a bad setup in my flat in terms of sound. I don't have a I don't have a setup. The sound <laughs> comes out of the TV. <laughs> like there's no sound bar or surround sound or anything like that. It comes out of the TV. So I'm like I don't have any sound system to speak of. But when you go to the cinema, you know you expect to be able to be immersed yeah. in what's going on. Yeah. And I feel like with Tenet it was just impossible. Um, we ended up watching after we turned off Smoke and Aces after the first ten minutes. We ended up watching the remake of Pet Cemetery. Okay. Not very good. No. Um, I would say time wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to our topic for today. So I, I've, I've, I've got your spreadsheet here, Scott. I've already put, I've put in some hours of time wasted. Um, so the, we're not talking about like a specific movie today. No. We're kind of doing a year in review. Yeah. But not really. But you know what? I'm sick. Well, I mean, we we didn't actually do our 2020 review, even though what what, there was no what, movies. what what would we have done? I think most of the films that came out in cinema that we saw, we actually did an episode. We on. talked about <laughs> Tenet and New Mutants, um, and then Sonic, Sonic and Doctor, Doctor Doolittle. Doolittle. Yeah, that's it. Um, Sorry, Doolittle. Doolittle. Let's not, not, not give him the credentials he hasn't earned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I feel I don't know about you, Scott, but last year and this year they've been they've been not not great years. They've, shitty is they've certainly not been it it's it's it was just odd like because i always love like i always love i fucking love movies danny and i love just i love thinking about the movies that i've seen at the end of the year and i'm like what did i what did i like what did i didn't like and i just love making that that sweet and that good mm. top 10 list all that good stuff um i like doing our like year in reviews and things like that but last year it was just it was so pointless yeah like, because everything that we yeah everything i saw in the cinema more or less was from the start of the year and it was stuff that had been talked to death it was things like parasite hmm. and portrait of a lady on fire and things like that 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 came out in january like there was nothing left to to say about them or at least that we're smart enough to say anyway um but on that note like i i love i love you know like i said i love making my top 10 list stuff i love logging movies on letterboxd yeah, I love watching a movie and then I love fucking chucking it into that website and being like fucking two stars load of bollocks submit <laughs> and then you look at your diary and it's all laid out there nice and stuff I just I have a weird thing where like I guess I just like logging stuff because I do that and then I do I film one second a day every day mm. I have done for the last I'm in my third year doing it now I'm like, is that quite weird? Is it weird to just have... No, I, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy being able to... I think there's a sense of achievement that comes from yeah. it. Uh, I also like log like Goodreads and stuff. I quite like doing that. And so mm. that you're able to you're able to look back at stuff. And um, if it's, it's it's something fun every so often. Not not very often, but like every so often you just like look through and go, oh yeah, I do remember. I do remember watching that film. I do remember reading that book. I, I like... There, there is something quite uh, enjoyable. Yeah. I think there's maybe an element of like when you're when you like as much kind of like i don't want to say niche but like yeah when you just like as much fucking stuff as i do and you just consume as much like content as i do it's like Mm. i feel like i need i need to like structure it and i need to see it laid out so that i can remember what i've like 
watched and what I enjoyed and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think you said it right. It's like the sense of achievement. Like, I watch a movie and then I log it in Letterboxd and it's like, there we go. That's another movie checked off the infinite list of movies. Oh, it's um, an infinite list. But apparently this little obsession that I have with, with logging my movies dates back a lot longer than 2016 when I learned about Letterboxd. Um, apparently this goes all the way back to the year 2011 where I would have been I believe 17 I think I've worked out because um, recently I found um, I have a uh, I, I got it as a birthday present fucking years ago from a friend of mine in school I got a copy of I feel like everybody, everyone who likes movies has received this as a gift at some point the 1001 movies to see before you die yeah it's got Indiana Jones on the cover I think it's like the I think it's like the 2009 edition or something like that. Hmm. And inside the like slip cover, I found all these A4 bits of paper and it's lists of every movie I saw in the years 2011 and 2012 in order of seeing them and with a star rating. So this is this is the the new releases, right? Not this just... is no, no, this is just cinema releases. Yeah, yeah. you're not not every film you literally saw. No, 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 no. So this is just the movies that came out in UK cinemas in 2011 and 2012. And I was just like totally fascinated by it. I found it uh, while I was on a Zoom call with some friends of mine and they were like, oh, we want to hear like the hot takes of 17-year-old Scott and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I think this would be a fun podcast episode. I think it'd be fun to kind of just go through some of these and just like see how opinions have changed and things yeah. like that. But the reason I kind of segued into this talking about time wasted is because something that i noticed a lot while reading through this list is there's a lot of stuff on here that i do not remember seeing or i don't remember a thing about it and that's i would say the bulk of the list is stuff that now like i would not be able to have a conversation with you about it because i don't remember what happens or what it's about or anything like that so it's like was that time wasted (laughs) dedicating all this time to seeing all these movies and, and then not that. having anything to show for it other than this fucking A4 bit of paper with all the movies I, I saw. I always try and remember that film that we realised, but back when we were in like university and went and saw films so regularly, mm-hmm. and I always think of that Western film uh, that at the end of the year, uh, I was like, do you remember this Western film? And you were like, no, I don't. <laughs> it was the year film? of it. Oh, what was it? I, I, I don't even know what to Google. Oh, I thought you knew it off the top of your head. No, I can't even think what to Google. Maybe, because um, I, I can't even think what year it is that like that we would have done We'd have done all that. But yeah, just remember, even even within the year, we, yeah, were, there forgetting, was stuff that we, don't... we were forgetting about films that like we had actually yeah. seen. Even this year, I think... Um... I feel like we talked about this maybe maybe in the episode we did about Tenet um, where I find like because I'm watching you know I'm watching a bunch of movies while we're while we're in lockdown and uh, or while we were in lockdown and um, it's like because I'm not then because I'm watching all these films but then I'm not like engaging with like other, pe- other yeah. people about them then it's like I kind of forget my opinion on it very, very quickly. Yeah. So, like, I'll watch a lot of films with Katie, and me and Katie will talk about it once it's done, but then after that, I don't speak to anybody about it. Hmm. Whereas, you know, when we were just allowed to freely hang out all the fucking time, like, we would just talk about all the stuff we'd seen, and I feel like stuff would stay in your in your subconscious for longer. Um, but, 
yeah now this has really made me realize that yeah there's a lot of shit that you watch that just gets completely forgotten about so that western film i believe is the salvation with mads mickelson and eva green oh we did see that uh i don't remember anything about it it was in 2014 but i remember at the end of the year were we friends in 2014 yeah we would have we would have just started hanging out in 2014. yeah 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 no that, that would have been well it looks yeah this is the film i remember i've seen it I, can, I, I couldn't even remember Mads Nicholson was in it. I can think of the po- like I can see the poster in my head. I feel like is he wanna, in like a brown duster? Yes. Like, yeah. I want to think. Was that the film where it started with a, a mental shootout and then it got boring after that? And then that? it got really boring. Was there like not people jumping out of cop? They'd been hidden in coffins and then they jump out and start shooting, or is that a different film? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, it was, we may never know. <laughs> it's time wasted. The Salvation, 2014's The Salvation is time wasted because I didn't even remember Mads Mikkelsen was in it. And let me tell you something, there's a lot of time wasted on this list. <laughs> so I don't really know how to do it. I don't know if we just go through all the movies, but then we'll just, any that we want to talk about, any that we think are noteworthy, like we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But well, any that we obviously don't, we'll you've just... got to evaluate every movie as time, well, what's the opposite of time wasted? Um, time well spent. Time well spent or time wasted? Yeah, that's right. how we'll do it. And yeah. we'll, just, we'll see what we end up with at the end if Scott wasted the year 2011 going to see mm, literally every movie that came out in the cinema. <laughs> Back when there was I time. am obsessed. And it's a nicer year than this year. It certainly was. It was a nice year where you could just go watch fucking Sanctum, whatever that is. <laughs> um, okay, so just so that people... There's a physical list. I'm not making this up. It's <laughs> These were the olden days. Paper, all, pen, not quite like if we go all, if you know if you want to see my year in review for two thousand four, I actually just chiseled them into a rock. And, <laughs> Did you? Did so, you? It was also yeah. You'd have you to could, dig that out from somewhere. <laughs> I think it's buried in my garden. Yeah, you, you couldn't like make any mistakes on that. Everything was <laughs> literally written in stone. I feel like there was a couple of times I have like a weird OCD thing where like if I like fuck up something like a like a on like paper, then I'll just start. The, like a list or something I'll just start the whole list again okay like if I if I write like a letter weird I'll just be like no 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 we have to, <laughs> we have to begin again and I feel like I must have rewrote this list a lot because the handwriting is very neat you know what I mean like I feel like I I feel like I spent time like I yeah. really spent time on this list okay so diving in I'll just I'll rattle through some and we'll just stop at a couple and, and see what we think we, yeah so the first movie I saw in 2011 was 127 hours okay you remember that one? Yes. James uh, Franco. James Franco. I awarded that five whole stars. Oh. Which I feel is quite bold. I feel like I would say that's like a four. It's definitely like a four. We're not going to get bogged mm. down in what it should and shouldn't be. But... Is it your favourite Scooby-Doo movie? Favourite Scooby-Doo movie? It's the one thing I remember. Oh, right? yeah. That there's 127 like hours, there's Scooby-Doo's in it. Well, I always remember... I, I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I remember like... I feel like this is a this is like a thing that only I seem to like think about but i always felt like the way danny boyle like shot the, like when he's when he shoots james franco like face on so he has like the cavern behind him hmm. he always leaves like a weird amount of dead space and i always used to think like it always used to make me feel like something was going to appear behind him oh, okay and then i'd always have to remind myself like no you're not watching a horror movie this is like but then at thing. the same time like danny boyle i feel like is the kind of person who would do that kind yeah. of thing and be like oh it's his mind messing with him and all this kind of stuff but even now, even when I've like seen the movie like a dozen times, there's just something uneasy about the amount of space that he leaves behind James Franco that I always find like really unnerving. Um, 
this will take hours <laughs> to go through if we talk about all no, of I, this. That, that's a good film. Uh, that, that's not time. I would say, it. yeah, I would time definitely... Five stars is bold, but, you know, I was 17. I fucking Daddy didn't boy. take much to impress me. Uh, the next movie I saw was The Next Three Days. No fucking idea what that is. No, no idea. I gave it three stars. It one, sounds like one a for each day. <laughs> So that, there we go. Time wasted. That's very much time wasted. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Oh, is that the name of the film? Sorry. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah I was going to tell you a story, but when I saw the next three days... Uh, surely we need to look some of these up. Like some that oh, were I really Google. confused about. Right. I remember it's kind of a funny story. That's um, Zach Galifianakis. And they're in... I can't remember. They're in a hospital, I think. Uh, The next three days is Russell Crowe and Elizabeth Banks. And Liam Neeson is in it, like I said. Okay. Uh, uh, One star per day. Laura's life turns upside down when she's arrested for killing her boss. Soon with her life getting together, uh, her (laughs) husband decides to take matters into his own hands. That makes it sound like some sort of... It makes it sound like a caper. Like... Oh, her life is turned upside down when she kills her fucking boss. <laughs> she straight kills him. Uh, for It's kind of a funny story. Craig checks into a psychotic ward when he realises that he's suicidal. He undergoes a transformation and he uh, comes across people less fortunate than him. Yes. I that rem- sounds like one of those sort of... They were quite popular at the early 2000s, wasn't it? Those sort of uh, dark comedy humanist films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah, time. Yeah, very much that sort of era. Um, I remember... Another Lost reference. I remember Jeremy Davies, Daniel Faraday from Lost is in it. And I feel like that was the driving force of me wanting to see it. Because I just wanted anything Lost that I could get my hands on. Um, The next one is, I feel, quite a hot take. Right, go on. The King's Speech. Right. Five stars. Whoa! Saw it twice. (laughs) That, I feel, is like a... That is definitely just like, you're 17... People are telling you this movie's good, so yeah. you're like, yup, it's good then. You know what I mean? Like, it's got... That's when you hear Oscar buzz, and, like, you are you just take that at face value, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, if it got the Oscar for Best Picture, then it must be the best film I've ever seen. <laughs> um, I, the King's Speech is fine. I remember not, I remember almost nothing about it no. all this time later. Um, and now Tom Hooper is kind of a joke, so... Yeah, because it's cat director, isn't it? It's yeah. cat's man. <laughs> it's the cat man. It's the cat's man. Um, Green Hornet, three stars. I, I There is actually one quote I still quote from Green Hornet. Uh-huh. Like, I, 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 I liked it enough at the time. I thought, oh, this is fun. But I still sometimes, there's a line in it where um, I think somebody, uh, Seth Rogen, he plays obviously the Green Hornet. And uh, somebody pays Green Hornet to assassinate his real, like his... Uh, true identity yeah and then the assassin's confused and Seth Rogen goes confused you should be and then punches him in the face <laughs> <laughs> and I remember loving that moment and sometimes I will still still go confused you should be <laughs> <laughs> and you know that what you're referencing no one, no one else fucking knows no what's going one else. on um, I remember it being a mediocre film but uh, I, I feel like maybe I'll rewatch it sometime soon just just to, just to get just that, to get that line in context that, right. again I st- for, for a, such a mediocre film that line has stuck with me. clearly <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like that could be in like a number of seth rogan comedies that line yeah i mean it's yeah yeah um after that black swan this is definitely oscar season because like back to back we've got like black swan the fighter true grit mm. so that's like three kind of quite well i mean you're big you oscar from the so that, yeah, yeah, so yeah exactly um you know it was giving them all good reviews <clears throat> um 
Hereafter. Right. Do you remember that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I you thought did, I was turning on Well, you're going, Hereafter, this list goes mental. Hereafter, uh, with uh, it's a Clint Eastwood film. Right, Hereafter. Where, oh, like, no. Matt Damon sees the end of the world, I think. Like, Most of these have come up on... Um, like Google was 2010, but I guess if it's the beginning if it's, of 2011, if it's the UK, yeah. then yeah, like it's it's we kind of get a lot of stuff. No, like. I don't remember this one at all. Oh, Bryce Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard, a name I always get wrong, even when it's written right in front of me. Uh, she's I, in it. I don't remember a thing about it. I think I remember that at the end there's a tidal wave, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> but I feel like it's a very, from what I remember, it's very supernatural, which seems so out of place given the other films that clint eastwood has yeah directed. he's very much a just like he well he's his films are like a man of the people yeah sort of it's very films. grounded it's very like stories about like the fucking individual working man and like yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah versus the his, system his movies apparently are made in a very workman-like way like he apparently his he only shoots monday to friday and oh, everybody really? gets the weekend off i've heard it's like a big thing that you fucking you want to work on a clint eastwood movie because he just does monday friday like nine five shoots which i think is why his movies always just feel so like yep this is a movie like there's not really any kind of style to a lot of them i guess they're just very like workman like yeah this is a movie about like just fucking was, sully who landed a plane really good or i was appreciate the guys that. who saved that train in paris or something like that uh, i always appreciate that clint eastwood film he, he like it is just it's it's you can tell a clint eastwood film even if you were if you were just watching one and no one told you it was you'd be just have to tell it just by the politics alone. yeah it, there is something uh for for whether you agree with him or not um in various different situations i've you know he's got a stylistic like way of directing yeah and no i get that maybe it stories. was un- yeah maybe it's unfair to say that there's no style to it but no i don't I, I know what you mean in terms of like visual style but i mean in terms of story style it you know he's he's got his themes yeah. he likes and that's how he that's how he tells it and you're like well yeah i feel like i still hear people talk about gran torino a lot i've not seen gran torino since the cinema i yeah i've not seen it for a very long time i barely remember maybe it. we're missing out maybe that needs to be the next episode of second opinion maybe yeah we'll give you the real take on gran torino was hereafter time wasted I would say so. Yeah. I give it two stars. Yeah, okay. Time um, wasted at a time. After that, Brighton Rock, two stars. Something called Sanctum, two stars, which I think is a I think is an underwater movie. I, I think it's about like cave diving. Sanctum. That does sound. Uh, that does sound familiar. Sorry. Uh, Sanctum, two thousand eleven. There we go. Uh, yeah, it's got. Oh, I don't really know. I think it's a bunch of unknown. Is James Cameron not involved in it in some capacity? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Whether he's he he's not. I feel like it was in 3D and it's about spelunking. Yeah, James Cameron produced the film. Yeah. Executive producer. Yeah, he was ex- executive producer. I thought so. That I remember about. I remember nothing about the content of the movie, but because he loves that, doesn't he? He loves, he loves going underwater. He's like, do you know he's what? He's all me- about it. He wishes he could live under the sea. Yeah. Little Mermaid. He's the opposite. <laughs> he's little mermaid too he wants to lose his legs <laughs> i mean go live under the, 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 sea. the main character in avatar has no legs doesn't live under the sea though oh he's above the second film apparently well, apparently it's it. gonna be very sea heavy yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna uh, explore the end of the sea world i feel like already i'm like this is gonna take too long to go through <laughs> these one by one so i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking rattle through a couple right and we'll see what we can yogi bear no, 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 don't know. One and a half stars. <laughs> Doesn't exist. <laughs> um, Paul, I saw two times apparently. Four stars. I was loving it. Yucking it up. 
don't oh, you, remember you last time probably, I saw that movie. That was probably that time where you know you like yeah. the Cornetto trilogy, and Paul isn't part of the Cornetto, Cornetto trilogy, but it has that vibe because it's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Uh, a friend of mine like reshared a post on Facebook recently, and it was like, "Oh, the real Cornetto trilogy should be Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and Paul." Um, and I I think it said something at the bottom like oh yeah I'm sure everybody would be like blah, 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 but Edgar Wright like I don't care and I commented and I was like no nah, this is a shit take <laughs> <laughs> rubbish um, no strings attached <laughs> yep uh, Animal Kingdom apparently I love that five stars <laughs> what's Animal Kingdom Animal Kingdom is an Australian movie with Ben Mendelsohn and Guy Pierce, I think it's like a gangster kind of Australian gangster movie. Oh, it's a which there's now been a show. Amazon Prime did like a series. Oh, really? Yeah, which is I think, I think it's either an expansion on that story or it's just that story told across. Oh, I do recognize a series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am number four, I guess. Oh, yeah. You're good, but you got to get your little teen like. That Ra- was just like when supernatural feel, drama. In yeah, there. I feel like that was when they were just going out of fashion. They yeah, were, like they weren't they weren't holding up. Um, well, I don't know because we we haven't had Maze Runner or the Hunger Games at this point. Have we not had the Hunger Games. Oh uh, well, point? we haven't had the Hunger Games two at the very least because that was I had moved here by the time. Hunger but I feel Games like the Hunger Games was the last gasp of like. Uh, I feel like Hunger Games was the first gasp. No, Harry Potter. Was. <laughs> Harry <laughs> well, Potter okay. was the first I gasp. thought you meant more like. Yeah, I thought I don't know. I thought you meant more of that. But then, what was I am number four? Was that like magic? That wasn't like apocalypse. I think he was, was an it? alien, mm. and he was the fourth one. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that you can construe from the title. <laughs> he was. was like, he is the fourth something. <laughs> he's definitely the fourth one. We'll need to watch the movie to find out. Uh, Rango. Two times, four and a half stars. I would stand by that, 100%. Uh, Unknown. I think that's a Liam Neeson movie. That's the one with the, the plot twist. The, the film was mediocre, but the plot twist was really cool. Because he 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 like he came out and he's like, oh, somebody's taken my identity. I don't understand what's happening. But it turns out, spoiler for Unknown, a film you don't even remember. Um, he crashed his car while trying to... He was an undercover agent who crashed his car while trying to memorize his... Um, like his cover story and then when he woke up his brain was so like damaged and he thought his cover story was his real life i like that is a stupid twist oh, but that's I quite a, remember that that's quite yeah. a fun pulpy twist mm. i was like that's actually quite that's quite but i feel like fun. it's played quite straight and oh yeah like, the there's, film no, is, there's yeah. no fun about it yeah but uh, i remember being like that's a fun twist um what else have we got here battle los angeles <laughs> two and a half stars <laughs> the lincoln lawyer that's like the first of the kind of good Matthew McConaughey stuff, the McConaissance, yeah, as it's been so widely, widely known now. Um, so that's quite cool. That's it's like cool. Way back at the beginning. Uh, here's one that I feel is quite bold because I remember nothing about this movie. I saw, I saw this three times. Oh wow! I gave it four and a half stars. Uh, we're talking, we're talking Limitless, Danny. Oh, <laughs> uh, I loved Limitless at the time. As I well. feel like I remember loving Limitless at the time. I don't think I've seen it since those three times. No, I, saw I, I actually read the book. I remember like that's how much I really liked. I think there was something about the fantasy of, uh, especially because I suppose we were like students, like mm. go, going like high school and stuff, like that idea of taking a pill and then you become super smart. There was something so fun about the fantasy that i remember i was super excited to see the film i saw the film i think i saw it twice um and i didn't tend to see films uh, yeah. more than once back then especially because I, I didn't have a card or anything i was paying for it individually yeah. and yeah i went out and bought the book and uh read it yeah and 
Uh, the book was, I think, I remember the book having a more bleak ending because it's about drugs. Like the, the whole thing is about drugs. Yeah. So the book more is like, I fucked everything up. Don't Jesus do drugs, Christ. Kids. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is not great. And, uh, and then the film has that sort of weird ending of like, everything's going great. I had a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like running for president at the yeah. end. Yeah, but it also he? ends weirdly because it's like Robert De Niro is like, oh, I wish I'd known you were on drugs the whole time, but I'm going to defeat you. And Bradley Cooper's like, nah, Robert De Niro. None of your shit. I'm going to defeat you. And then it just ends. Yeah, because hasn't... In, in the, isn't it at the end of the movie... Fucking spoilers for Limitless. Like, at the end of the movie, he's found a way to, like, permanently have it in his system. Well, the thing is, he says he has. But I think it's hinted that you, we, we don't we don't know. Right. It's like, has has he done that? Or is he um, he is he still struggling? Um, yeah. So Maybe that's what I need to watch again. Uh, Maybe there's more stuff going on in that than I remember. I mean, apparently, I fucking loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's one of those films where the, the fantasy is enough to like to 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 bring you through that film. Yeah. Like that, the, the idea of having that sort of drug is just it's too much of a fun idea. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um. After that, there's faster. With the Rock. Oh, that was back I when the rock was still that. it was less family friendly and he was still yeah, more kind of he wasn't a, a the badass. movie star but yet. i gave it two stars i i stand by that 100 i think faster has such a good opening have you ever seen it yeah i think i have yeah. you just fucking spoil because who cares no one's gonna watch this the opening of that movie is the rock is like pacing back and forth in his prison cell and the police the, the, the officers come and they're like oh you're getting out today and they let him out the the prison and stuff the rock leaves prison like doesn't say a word to anyone barrels straight to this like garage and pulls the fucking tarp off his super cool car that i'm sure is very cool to people who like cars and he gets in the car and he drives across town and the whole time this one song is playing he drives across town gets out goes into this office building walks into the office walks right up to this guy and just fucking shoots him clean through the head and you're just like what an opening here we fucking go and then it is a boring slog uh, where you're following uh billy bob thornton who's like a drunk detective trying to catch the rock and it's such a boring movie but that opening like five minutes is so fucking good <laughs> or at least i remember it being yeah good. he wouldn't make films like that anymore no not anymore that would go way against yeah his, his he's, family he's too friendly, family friendly. Like, although yeah. he's playing black adam in the new that new yeah but black that's adam still film. like superhero like that's yeah still very... it's, it's a it's a strange one that's uh that's yeah it's strange he used to do stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah 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 um but yeah i would stand by that uh we got submarine which i gave five stars i love submarine pretty great movie still love that uh, hey, we don't know where we're coming back in. We had some technical difficulties. Um, my computer died, so hopefully that doesn't happen again. Wow. Fingers crossed, everyone. Um, we were talking about source code. Let's just move on. <laughs> we're trying, we'd, we'd, be trying to pick, we'd be trying to pick up a conversation from about 20 minutes ago at this point, so <laughs> let's just move on. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Yes. Uh, one Star, which I feel like that is a movie, I think because Zack Snyder has been so like discussed this year because of the snyder justice league um i would be really interested to like revisit that one Hmm. and see if there's like any worth i've heard to it i remember watching a video essay at one point that was talked about that there was actually like some merit to sucker punch like what it was trying to do 
Although I just I just remember I I remember not liking it when I went and saw it. I remember not liking it either. I mean, uh, uh, the, the evidence is here. The proof is in the pudding. <laughs> um, but I would be I am like interested to go back and rewatch it yeah. just out of sheer curiosity. Um, maybe we should do that for an episode. Maybe, maybe we maybe should. We'll, that's not a bad episode. Maybe that's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Since there's been all this Justice League chat, I feel like I went back and watched something else of his recently, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, it was Man of Steel. And I didn't really like it all that much. No, as a movie, like to to me, I'm obviously a big Superman fan. As a movie, it's like it's a decent enough movie. Like it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but as a Superman, fan, I think it's, it's like, a it's a, like it's, a it's definitely film. like a it's like a I guess like an interesting version of Superman. It's just not what they should have launched their whole fucking franchise no. off of. But they did it. So what are you gonna do? Um, hop. Oh right, the the Russell Brand film. The Easter yeah. Bunny gets funny. I never saw. Uh, it. I was never the tagline? Oh, was it? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good time. Uh, which I only gave that movie one star. I would give the tagline at least three. Oh, so. Yeah, um, definitely four star tagline. Fucking hell, here's a yeah. weird one. Real? You know the animated? Bird oh, the movie? parrot one with Jesse Eisenberg. Five stars. Whoa, whoa. I mean. I do. I have seen it, but maybe it was good because you know there's a bunch I, of animated films. I know I like... have an affinity for like. <clears throat> I feel like I'm a real sucker for like animated movies when they are very funny. Yeah. And I'll just be like, oh, I'll, like, like I watched Mitchell versus the Machines recently, and that fucking had me cackling so hard, and I'm just like, it's five stars, five star movie, best fucking time I've ever had at the cin- uh, well, not the cinema. I watched it at my home, but um, I feel like I have like a thing for that, and that that clearly has not went away. That clearly yeah. is still very much alive. It's also in a colorful film. You like colourful films? I do like colourful films. I'm easily pleased. I like yucking, yucking it up, and I like bright colours. And rainy films. And, and rainy films, films and snowy films. And yeah, I'm a complicated guy, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> oh my god, you're so complicated. Um, Scream 4, Fast 5. Wait. Was it, called, it wasn't called Fast 5 here. It was called like Fast and Furious Rio Heist or something. Yes. Like that. Oh, another Rio film. Yeah. But fucking back to back. Those movies have terrible titles. The Fast yeah. and Furious movies, like they're all over the place at this point. Aye. I am um, uh, like I love movies like uh, the, there's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> but I love stuff like that. Like obviously, pretty soon we're gonna the, the uh, Spiral is gonna come out the yeah. new Saw movie, but it's called Spiral from the Book of Saw, and I love that title because it's so sweaty because they're obviously like. Right, we need to convey that this is a Saw movie, hmm. but we also want to convey that... So we want to get those Saw fans in, but we also want to convey that this it's is like a French new movie. Franchise, yeah. So like, you can come see it even if you've never seen a Saw movie. That way we're appealing to everybody. But by doing that, they come up with this fucking title, Spiral colon from the Book of Saw. And it's just like, guys, your titles don't need to be so fucking sway. <laughs> you, can do, you can relax. <laughs> uh, like... X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Wolverine <laughs> like all that kind of stuff. Anything that's like da 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 presents or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. Um and then Thor was that year, which I gave four stars to. I feel like yeah. I'd probably bump that down a little bit. Yeah, I'm not the the four films didn't really get good until Tagawatiti or two. Um just saying. Sorry, Kenneth Branagh, I, I know you tried your hardest, but <laughs> it, was, it was fine. It was it. Apparently this was the year for um Russell Brand, because obviously we just had Hop. And now we've got Arthur. Yes. The Russell Brand remake of Arthur. Don't remember anything about it. Um, I, I, I vaguely remember it. I don't remember a thing. I remember he had all those cars. He had like the Batmobile, the, the Mystery Machine, uh, the DeLorean. That's all I really remember. References. And uh, Helen Mirren was in it. I remember Helen Mirren being good in it. 
Yeah? Because she's always good. Well, movies. apparently I thought it was worth two stars. There you go. Here's a take I think is quite hot. Right. Which I disagree with completely. <sighs> now, Insidious. Oh, I don't remember Insidious. One star. Ooh. That's not a one star movie. That's quite like a well directed yeah. horror movie. I've, I've I've not seen it recently, but I've definitely watched it. Do you remember what since. it was you disliked about it at the time? I don't. I think I probably just. I think I was probably at that stage where I was like, all horror movies are stupid. Oh, really? Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine Scott Morrison. Thinking yeah, no, I know, stupid. right? But this is what I, um, this is kind of what I was getting at with um, uh, the King Speech thing earlier, where it's like I feel like my my 17 year old brain is still a little bit like malleable hmm. and so it's like i feel like you know at the time a lot of the horror movies that we'd watch i was just like this is dumb and this is stupid and i hate it so i think i just associated that with like all horror movies where i just didn't almost yeah. didn't give them a chance and it wasn't until later in life that i was like oh actually this is my favorite kind of movie now <laughs> like, um went to see winnie the pooh the 2011 one's really good. Give it four stars. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I think quite a few of us went to see that together. Um, Aww. Which is fun. That's a fun thing that we all did because we all wanted to see Winnie the Pooh and it was just less weird if a bunch of us all went to see it together. So, um, And then Hannah, which I gave five stars and I think I would stand by that. Yeah. It's one of my Makes favorite sense. movies. So good, good fucking hot take, me. <laughs> um, I saw TT3D Closer to the Edge, which I think was a, a documentary about motorbikes. Apparently I enjoyed it. It was four and a half stars. Uh, Attack the Block. Oh, good movie. Classic. Priest. I watched Priest really recently. Oh, it's okay. fucking shit. <laughs> what did At you give it? At the time I gave it three stars. Hey. I think I watched it recently and gave it one and a half. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> I think I like Paul Bettany enough that that like, warranted... Is Priest the one where he's not blind? No, that's the Book of Eli. Oh, okay. Priest is the one... It's kind of underworldy. And it's okay. like the apocalypse and he's like a... They, they like hunt vampires and it's a whole thing it's not very good Carl Urban's in it okay it's not very good what was Carl Urban not in Water for Elephants he wasn't in that but also that's the next movie ah uh, no 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 no, no. Carl, Carl Urban does a great impression of an elephant <laughs> Carl Urban is the elephant the titular <laughs> elephant um yeah Water for Elephants I'm, that's like Robert Pattinson yeah vaguely remember circus it circus movie I didn't see it but I, re- I remember it uh we got Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides awful i gave one star yeah, yeah i never awful. even saw the new one like yeah. i saw the new one yeah you did yeah it, it was bad i remember seeing i remember they kept playing that clip before movies in the cinema they kept playing the clip of like the shark attack the zombie shark attack yeah and i was like how can you make a zombie shark attack so mind-numbingly boring like even though that clip only goes on for a few minutes i used to feel like i'm like i think i've just been duped and i'm now watching pirates of the caribbean because this is going on forever like, yeah have you heard the the rumor that they're gonna remake it they're gonna refresh it with um yeah what's her name oh my god i can't remember her name now margot robbie oh i didn't know that yeah that well i don't know if it's confirmed but that that was the rumor at one point and i was like yeah i thought they were gonna bring back like orlando bloom and elizabeth well, i think they vaguely tried that in the last oh, film blanking but... on the name uh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley, that's it. I think they vaguely tried that. I think that Margot Robbie's a. If you were going to do anything with Pirates of the Caribbean, starting off fresh with someone like Margot Robbie, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. If you had, I mean, really, really leave it. Yeah, leave, just leave it. it alone. Yeah, <laughs> I you agree. That, 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 that in my to. opinion, is the best approach because yeah. who the fuck cares about Pirates of the Caribbean anymore? Yeah, but like, it's already proved that it's just not making money yeah. anymore. But if you were, go- if you were going to have to. Margot Robbie's not bad. Um. After that, win-win, 
which I loved apparently gave five stars don't really remember what that is Paul Giamatti I think it's like a school wrestling movie a school it's wrestling like, it's very film. inspirational Danny five stars worth um, while you're googling that one as well another one that I don't remember anything about Julia's Eyes ooh let's talk about Julia's Eyes for a minute uh, I don't recognise anywhere look deep I inside really. Julia's Eyes Julia's Eyes Julia's. I gave it one and a half stars apparently I was not a fan I think it's something to do with Guillermo del Toro uh, Julia's eyes is uh, Julia is haunted by the death of her sister Sarah. The official verdict was suicide, but Julia is convinced that something more sinister was. Da, da, da. Yeah, it was like a bad horror it's movie. Spanish, yeah. uh, produced by yeah, produced by Del yeah, Toro. Del Toro. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't see much else of that note. Um. I think we're now fast approaching summer blockbuster territory. That was back when summer blockbusters actually happened in summer. Because nowadays, yeah. well, I mean, before pandemic, yeah, uh, summer blockbusters started about fucking March. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, we're big time in summer blockbuster territory. Do you want me to just hit you with a few, like, back to back? Go on. The Hangover Part 2. Terrible. X-Men First Class. Brilliant. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 2. The Good. Green Lantern. I watched that the other day. Did you? I I I uh I it was on Now TV. Uh, talking of Now TV, it's not we're not sponsored. No, we're, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, it was on there, and I was looking. I remember I was looking for something daft to watch. I was I was looking for something easy to watch, and I remember I'm going, "Is this as bad as I?" Like, I've I been quite it? interested to rewatch it as well. And it's like... it's like it's not great. It's but it, it's quite mediocre. But it wasn't as bad. I remember watching it and going, "This isn't bad. It's just nothing really. It's just sort of yeah fine." Um, yeah, it's it's funny you mention it. I think yeah. The weird thing about it is like that Taika Waititi's in it just as an yes. as an actor. Like yeah, a, yeah, it is kind of strange he's in it. Um, and yeah, there's it doesn't make sense. Which is so weird that that would have just been made in a time where no one would have known who he was. He would yeah. just been the weird funny guy that was in Green Lantern, and now I feel like. Everybody seems to know who Taika Waititi is. Oh, he's like. your favorite indie director. <laughs> he's everybody's favorite indie boy. Um, uh, what else have we got? Transformers: Dark of the Moon. The I actually remember. You know what? Just real quick, back on Green Lantern. I actually remember Green Lantern came out while I was in Tenerife. Okay. And I remember the the time I was in Tenerife, I kept joking like, "Oh, gotta get back because like gotta see that Green Lantern movie," you know, like buzzing. And I remember I got back and I went to see it with my friend Lewis. And this was like a week after it came out in the cinema. I went to see it with my friend Lewis and we were the only two people in the cinema. Like, that's how quickly Green Lantern fucking just... Crikey. Yeah, it did not do well. Um, X-Men First Class was a lot better. Life in a Day, remember that? No. That was like the... That was oh, that everyone Kevin filmed McDonald's a bit of their one. day. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I, I think I went to see that, that in an empty cinema. Pretty sure. yeah. Yeah, so like two movies back to back that I basically saw in an empty th- in an empty cinema. Yeah, very different though. I mean, Green Lantern. <laughs> I had a bigger budget than A Life in the Day. Um, something called The Conspirator. Don't know what that is. Don't know. Three stars, finally. Time Bri- wasted. Bridesmaids. Yeah. Four stars. Good. Yeah. Uh, the Tree of Life, a movie that I despised when I saw <laughs> it, and I've never watched it again since. Okay. I feel like it probably has more merit than the one and a half stars that I gave it. But at the time, I hated it, and I've never, I've never went back to it. So <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, then I double billed the the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows movies. Went to see part one, and then they showed part two at midnight. Oh, is that 2011? Part that two. Was 2011, baby. Oh man. Um, the the fucking the like biggest franchise of the world like came to an end finally. And I remember coming out of the second one, 
and not being super into it yeah and i remember a lot of people because i went to see it with like a bunch of people i went to school with and like they were all like very into harry potter and they were not happy with my opinions but my opinions have changed i feel like since i, I, I remember liking time. the deathly hallow films um oh i love the first one like that's the i give four and a half stars but i give the second one four so like I must have still been like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think I just remember coming out and being like super lukewarm on it. And people were annoyed at me because they're like, stop ruining our good vibes, Scott. We're just trying to enjoy Harry Potter. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. You've ruined everything. But probably at the time, I just doubled down because I wanted to be cool and have a different opinion. Alternative. <clears throat> Speaking of different opinions, um, Cars 2, three stars. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm starting to doubt your Rio. Uh, <laughs> That's another really one. as good as you said. <clears throat> like Cars 2. I'm like, I've never went back and rewatched that. I just know everyone says it's bad. I've never seen it. I just, I heard by it how bad it was and I just didn't bother. Yeah, I've still never watched the third one. I've heard the third one's like, all right. Third one's all right. Yeah. It's but fine. I feel like Cars 2 is just, it feels like something I'd enjoy now that I think about it. Because it's just so fucking weird. Like, yeah. Um... Cars is already just a bizarre franchise, anyway. But yeah, you gotta respect Cars too, because all I know about it is like it turns into like like a spy more, movie. A spy movie, and you gotta respect that after you've done a racing film, because you know all sports film, it's fucking hard to do a sequel to a sports film. Yeah. Because what do you do with a sports film? I love the idea of Cars too. It's just like just do something, do something else. <laughs> just do something else. Uh, yeah, I, I th- that's what I mean. Like I feel like I, I feel like I like that concept. I'm like, yeah. Apparently, I did. Yeah. At the time, but. Um, Okay, well, oh, Captain America, the first Avenger. I gave that four stars. I stand by. That is, like, the most underrated Marvel movie, oh, in my opinion. I don't think people great. give that nearly as much credit as it deserves. It's just a and fun I think adventure it's film. better than the other two Captain America movies. Oh, did you hear that, guys? Did you hear that? He said it's better. I said a thing. Aren't People are going to come for me now, That's aren't they, Danny? Because this matters. This, this opinion. <laughs> um, it is written on paper. Then we got some more Horrible Bosses, which I apparently loved. Four and a half stars. Uh, Super 8. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Um, what, Rise of the Planet. What did you give Mr. Popper's Penguins? I gave it two. Yeah? Yeah. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember anything about it. I feel it. like I enjoyed it more than I let on Yeah. at the time. Because yeah, it's a Jim Carrey film about penguins. Okay, he's talking about penguins. What more do you want? <laughs> There's your elevator pitch right there, and it's the, the greatest elevator pitch in the world. Give that Oscar an elevator pitch. Uh, give that elevator pitch an Oscar. Good job, Scott. <laughs> Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes five stars I would disagree I think that's the weakest one no it's not the weakest one it's the second weakest one what is the the weakest weakest one Uh, yeah I remember really liking it I think my thing is like I think Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is fucking stunning I love Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and I always just feel like like I've uh, Katie has never seen any of the Planet of the Apes movies like any in general and I, I want to show her the remake like the reboot trilogy but I'm always just like, we can just skip Rise. Like, what do you really get from Rise? That like Dawn is just Dawn is works perfectly fine as its mm. own thing. You don't need to see Rise. Ah, but I remember that's like a cinematic moment though when it, when the when Caesar first speaks in Rise of the Planet of the Apes. You're yeah, like, no, and you're like, I feel like a lot of people laughed when I saw it in the cinema. Yeah, and I was like, stop laughing. I feel like we did laugh, but it was it, it's weird. It worked on both levels. You're like funny, but also like that was not expecting that. Um, the Inbetweeners movie, four stars. I feel like I still like that movie a lot yeah. because it does capture the fucking awkwardness of those like high school, like going on holiday with your mates kind of thing, where it's, it is just cringy as fuck. Inbetweeners was just, it was just, just, just perfectly captured yeah. all of that. 
Um, Cowboys and Aliens. I gave that four stars. Ooh. We had that on in the background recently because we did a Western-themed, uh, like, murder mystery thing on Zoom a while back. Okay. Uh, and to get in the zone, we put Western movies on the TV in the background on mute. And the one that came up on Netflix when I typed in Cowboys was Cowboys and Aliens, so we chucked that on. So I've seen it on mute in the background of a pub quiz while a little bit drunk. Uh, the background of a, a Zoom quiz while a little bit drunk. But... So yeah, four stars. <laughs> I don't remember enjoying it at the time, but then maybe maybe it'll be worth rewatching. I feel like I was probably just like Cowboys. Yeah, Lins. I remember I really wanted to see it, but just not at, when I saw it. It just wasn't as exciting as I wanted it. Yeah, to be. Um, I think I also I read the comic oh, at the time, so oh. I think I felt like I'd invested time. Oh, I, I mean? see. Um, good lord, there's still quite a few of these. Right, we're gonna rattle through some more. Uh, the guard. Good film. Brendan Gleeson, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah good yeah, movie. Good film. Uh, Conan the Barbarian. Fucking... Oh, I didn't see that one, no. Was that... A... Oh, that was, was a remake. Remake, yeah. It yeah. wasn't the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. <laughs> Half a star. Uh, another franchise that got a bit mental with its naming of movies. Uh, Final Destination. Yeah. Which I think is Final Destination 4. Okay. Like, they just threw numbers out the window. I guess because they were getting embarrassed. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but... I mean, it would... the first one was supposed to be the final one. Good. <laughs> I, I take it back. Um, Fright Night, five stars. I remember. Haven't Dave, seen it since the cinema. All so. I really remember is David Tennant was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's plays the, like a very yeah. He's like the very vampire, eccentric character. No, he's yeah. not the vampire. He's a vampire hunter. Uh, he's yeah. like a Las Vegas magician who is mm. also a vampire hunter. Anton Yelchin's in that movie. Oh, is he? Um, Apollo eighteen. Don't know what that is. That's the horror one, isn't yeah. it? Well, like, one and a half. Like, I really was not into horror <laughs> when I was 17. Like, holy shit. Um, the Art of Getting By. Don't know what that is. Gave it one and a half stars. I think that has... I think that's another one, like... It's kind of a funny story. I think it's another, like, Emma Roberts vehicle. Oh, okay. Where she's like, I'm a teenager and I'm angsty. And you're like, all right. Good on you. <laughs> one and a half stars. Uh, Troll Hunter. Oh, Troll Hunter's great. It's a stunning movie. Saw it twice. Five stars. Stand by that. Oh, 100%. I'm a sucker um, for a giant monster film. A Lonely Place to Die. That's a, that, that sounds familiar. I want to Sounds like time one. wasted a little bit. Yeah, it does sound like it. Columbiana, which is the uh, Ray Fiennes, Gerard Butler, William Shakespeare like movie, where it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a retelling of a Shakespeare play, oh, okay. but set in modern times. Classic. Um, but they still speak in the the, the, the old English. Um, I take it back. I've not seen this film. Although apparently, um, Lonely Place to Die. Although apparently it's set in the Scottish Highlands. Yeah, I think that's the one thing I kind of remember about it. Um, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. That's a, I gave that four and a half stars. Saw it twice. I feel like I've never ever felt the motivation to go back and rewatch yeah. that movie. I remember not liking it at the time, but mm. I think it was more of a that teenage thing of like this, this film is thinks. Boring. It's... No, <laughs> it actually, no, I mean, I was bored, but I, I, I think at the time it was they justified it by going, "Oh, this film thinks it's better than it actually is." I felt, felt what I would now, I guess, call pretentious, but I wouldn't have known the word then. But now I'm like, I should rewatch it and give it an actual chance yeah. it, as as an adult. Don't think I would have appreciated it as a teenager, like mm. it was supposed to be appreciated. No, maybe it is. Maybe that is a show. Maybe it's one to go back to. Mm. Now that we're wise. <laughs> well, older. No one said wise. Well, wise. 
Well, you, oh, you, you say wise. Yeah. Oh, I my. did that Final Destination joke. It wasn't wise. No, it certainly was not. Let's turn the podcast off now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn all podcasts. Ah, <laughs> uh, ba 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 Drive. Oh my god, I forgot about Drive. First 18 I ever went to see in the cinema. Ooh. I snuck in when I was 17. Like a mouse. Five stars. <laughs> five stars for the five stars for the experience. Uh, um, Thirty minutes or less. I think that is genuinely quite an alright movie. Like, right. I think it always is fun for like a little comedy romp. Is that the one where Jesse Eisenberg is a pizza person? Yeah, and he gets the bomb strapped to him. Yeah, it's based yeah. on a true story, but the true story is quite horrific. Whereas the the movie is like just like a that's such a comedy. weird thing to do to take a, a horrific true story and then yeah because like... there's like a there's like a four part documentary on Netflix about the true story behind it and it does sound quite like quite yeah. crazy whereas the the movie is very just like this is silly and like Jesse Eisenberg's got a bomb on him and Aziz and Sari's his pal and how are they going to get out of this situation and da, 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 it's like but I quite like it or at least I remember liking it um, You Instead which was the film that they shot at Tea in the Park Oh, I vaguely remember like that they one. They shot it over like a few days at Tea in the Park. Um, I don't really remember much about it, other than the fact that that was quite like an interesting hmm. concept. Um, Warrior. Wait, I'm trying to remember which one that one is. It's a, it's a boxing film, isn't it? It's fighting. Fighting. Is that the one with uh, Christian Bale? No, that's The Fighter. Uh, I, I get those that's films That's also confused. about fighting, yeah, you see. I get those two films This confused. one's about a warrior. So is this the Matt Damon one? Uh, I don't know what one that is. Oh no, I I, I clearly don't know this it's one. It's the Tom Hardy one. The Tom Hardy one. Tom Hardy, where he's fighting, and his dad's a drunk. It's it's a good, good time. Four good and a half time. stars apparently. Yeah. So sounds fun. Yeah, um, I saw Jurassic Park in the cinematic re-release Aww. twice apparently. That's a five-star movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Watched that quite recently. I think that's really good. Lovely film. Uh, Abduction, which is a Taylor Lautner vehicle, I think hot off the back of Twilight. Ooh. Um, I gave it half a star, mm-hmm. which might just be to do with the fact that I didn't like Taylor Lautner, and I thought I was cool because I didn't like Twilight movies either, but that, I really like the Twilight yeah, movies. Now. That half star explains his uh, industrial career right now, his, uh, his lucrative career I actually think days. that's the first half star. Yeah. I think that's the only half star that's been on this list. Ooh, so that's the worst film you saw from 2011 that's the to 2012. Worst film I saw. Oh wait, Conan the Barbarian is half a star as well. So we got two. Um, and then fuck, there's just so many movies. I, I apologize if anyone's dropping off. Uh, the Debt, Memento. I apparently saw Memento in the cinema. <laughs> also, what's the Debt? The Debt. The Debt. D. Yeah. The Debt. Um, surely that's meant to be debt like dbt right the i'll try that the debt 2010 film yeah uh what is it in 1965 three uh mustad agents failed to succeed in their mission to eliminate the ill-famed nazi war criminal disappointed they decide to keep it a secret only to witness it unveil it after 30 years Who's in it? Jessica Chastain, Sam Worthington, Helen Mirren. That's a time-wasted movie. Time-wasted. I don't remember that at all. It's apparently a a remake of a 2007 Israeli thriller. Screenplays by Matthew Matthew Vaughn. 
well, I'm gonna need to look this up once we're done recording. I like I don't believe that this movie exists. I think you're just making it up <laughs> while looking at your phone over there. <laughs> um, uh, Melancholia, which uh, is the Christian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, who directed that? Lars von Trier. I feel like I've not seen many. Of is that Christian Stewart? Is that are... Christian Dunst? Kristen Dunst is the one. Yeah, that I no, to I, say. That, 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 I, I wasn't correcting you in the sense I, I was trying to remember if it was the same film. Yeah, um, there's also Midnight in Paris here, which I gave five stars. That's a movie I have like a very complicated relationship with now. Yeah, you love that film because I love it, hmm. but I don't want to watch it anymore. No, and I don't want to watch anything by that man. I find it too. I just feel uncomfortable with the idea of ever watching one of his movies again. Yeah. Um, but I still love it. Like. I just have not watched it since. Pff, yeah. I don't know. I mean, all the things Owen Wilson's done of late is like fantastic. <laughs> I can't believe they cast him Loki. Um, fucking hell! What else we got here? We're getting to the end of this. Don't be afraid of the dark. No idea what that is. The Three Musketeers. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Um, I never saw it, but I remember it. Real Steel. That's the Hugh Jackman. They're doing Fuck another me. one, but it's not Real Steel. They're doing like another movie that's like robot boxing. But it's not real steel. It's like based off that game that Americans play. Oh, the Rock'em... The... Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, yeah. But then I thought Real Steel was a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what's this thing then? Like, Another go. Um, I feel this one is uh, a cheat. I don't think this one should be on the list. Johnny English Reborn. Right. And I say that because... Because it's one of the few films you've walked out on. I didn't walk out on it. This f- the screen broke like oh, 20 yeah. minutes before the end. And I didn't. I never saw the end because I was like, "Well, I'm not fucking going back to watch that just to see the last 20 minutes." Um, so I tweeted because at the time I had Twitter, and I posted on Twitter being like, "Hey, like the screen broke. What can someone just tell me what happens in the last 20 minutes?" And uh, someone that I went to school with just responded and was like, "Here's how the movie ends." And I was like, "Great, thanks very much." And I gave it one and a half stars. And I did. I just had the last 20 minutes explained to me on Twitter by someone. You saw the re, but you just you missed the born. Basically. Well, yeah. I'd say I saw Reball. But you missed the Orn. I missed the Orn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paranormal Activity 3, four stars. That's... I feel like that's not... That's not a spicy take. I think that's actually, like... Of all the Paranormal Activity movies, that's the one that is genuinely quite good. Yeah. At least that I remember. Uh, well, we need to talk about Kevin. Here's a fun one. Contagion. Way! We just talked about it in our last Way! episode. Four and a half stars. But I did not see it more than once. I thought I saw it twice in the cinema because I loved it so much. But you're like none of the none of the information in this film will ever come up in my life. Yeah, it'll never again. be relevant. Yeah, and I'll never need to watch it. Yeah, twice in the space of a year because, in a weird way, it brings me comfort because I'm like, well, it's not been as bad as that, has it? It's not nearly been as bad as that. <laughs> um, the Adventures of Tintin. I remember liking that one. I remember liking it too. Well, they were supposed yeah, to make but... a trilogy, but they never did. Yeah, I think. I think it just didn't have like the audience that they they needed it to, Wait, cause and it, it seems like a... it was maybe like quite an expensive film to make, like, yeah, quite, like a complicated one to make. Because they were going to get the free, they were. Oh, it was an exciting idea because I can't remember who directed the first one. Um, was Is it Spielberg? It not, it's Spielberg, right? Yeah, yeah. but I think. But then, it, like Peter Jackson, Jackson was going to direct the second and then one. I feel like Edgar Wright. I want to say like, Edgar all Wright. heavily involved. And I liked the idea. I mean, wouldn't that be so cool if there was a trilogy of films where yeah. a massive director directed each one? Oh, if like it had been the three of them? Yeah, yeah. that would have been stunning. But, um, so Steven Spielberg directed that one. 
Uh, but who who was the producers again? I think uh, Joel Cornish was quite heavily involved as well. Like yeah, the, so the it was produced by Peter Jackson and Kathleen Kennedy. It was written uh, Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish and Stephen Moffat uh, all wrote the screenplays. Uh, uh, like that's great for Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish. Get get Stephen Moffat yeah. the fuck out of there. Um, and it was Jamie Bell and Andy Serkis. Yeah. Like imagine if all three of them, like Peter Jackson, Edgar Wright, and Steven Spielberg, all had a film. That would yeah, that would have been, yeah, such a been cool like trilogy. an ama- yeah, that would have been such like an interesting trilogy. Yeah, but, but just didn't. People just weren't willing to give it a chance. I apparently did. I gave it four and a half stars. Well, I remember it being good. I do remember it. being Yeah, good. it's another one I'd quite like to revisit. Yeah, I don't think it's on anything though. Is always the issue. Yeah. Um, this is the one that caused much confusion all right when i went through this list okay when i was with my friends on I'm, I'm here to dispel the confusion the class the class now we looked already danny right and we cannot find any evidence that this movie exists it's called the class it's from 2011 or maybe 2010 if you're going by like american standards all that we could find was a french movie which I don't think that was my vibe in 2011. No, you weren't. You weren't quite there on the French. I don't movies. think so. And I gave it four stars, and I'm like, I just don't. I literally don't think this movie exists. I think I've written this in, and for some bizarre reason, like I think this must have been something to do with like college or something like that. Yeah. And I've just for some reason been like, add it. I watched it in the cinema. Add it to the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was trying to do a bit of googling, and obviously you've looked, so I won't probably find anything. But I was trying to see if there. I give it four stars, so I think if we ever figure out what it is, right. we should definitely do an episode on it. I'd be up for that. The mystery film. But it's quite bizarre that there is literally just this mystery film on here. Um. Yeah, that. So you gave it four stars. Yeah. So apparently it made an impression. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> what is it? Does it count as time wasted? I don't remember spending the time watching it, so I don't know if I would get it as time wasted. <laughs> I'm not finding anything at first first value, no. Hmm. That is definitely the outlier. That's the one that confuses me a lot. Because I'm yeah. just like, I think it must be. It must be something to do with college. Because they used to screen movies sometimes in college, and like, hmm. we would go watch stuff at the cinema, and I'm like, I feel like it must be something to do with that, but it's been like a, it's been like a college thing. And I've, for some reason, just been like, well, I saw it in the cinema write it on the list because in my 2012 one and i didn't give it a star rating but in my 2012 one i do have the aberdeen college showcase ah oh there which is pretty funny but i didn't give it a rating because how do you rate such a master class of 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 filmmaking i'll tell you how you do it five stars you certainly do uh i saw the rocky horror picture show for the first time four stars good film not seen it since but good soundtrack yeah good times that's what's important speaking of good times in time in time. Is that the Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake movie? A movie that has a quite a cool concept and then does almost nothing with it because uh, it's like the whole thing where they like have yeah. the time that they're gonna die or the time they have left to live is on their wrists and the way they pay for stuff is in time, which is quite like an inter- it's a weird concept hmm. like it's quite high concept like sci-fi stuff but it's quite interesting. But then the movie does nothing with it. The movie just is like a chase, a generic chase movie where he's on the run and some bad guys are trying to catch him and that's it um and apparently at the time i was savvy to that because i gave it one star um then we got anonymous which i think is the william shakespeare 
that was the Roland Emmerich film. movie yeah, yeah yeah which is kind of a f- bizarre one that I've never seen again but I think that would be quite an interesting one to rewatch yeah I like Roland Emmerich so that'd be an interesting rewatch uh, we got a couple of pretty fucking boring ones the Aids of March yeah five stars who the fuck's talking about the Aids of March anymore yeah, I mean Tower Heist oh that was supposed to be Eddie Murphy's big comeback yeah uh, Machine Gun Preacher uh, yeah that's a Jared Butler Jared one. Butler here's one that I feel like has had a weird like change in its reputation The Help yes so that's the Emma Stone one yeah uh, and it's a change in reputation because uh, well partly because it was supposed to be an Asian character isn't it I have no idea I, I feel like that vaguely but the, the main thing is it's one of the classic it's it's like Green Book isn't it yeah it's like, I think it's uh, it's talking about racism but it's talking about it from such a a white saviour perspective yeah I, I've seen like in recent years people kind of bring it up as that <clears throat> I just don't I don't have an opinion because yeah. the last time I saw it was in the cinema in 2011 when and what did you give it? it I gave it f- uh, four and a half racist I am a racist you're a racist apart from that one half star there was that one little bit of me oh, that was like... that's, but like, that's how racists think they can justify again themselves. I feel like the year that that came out that was such so hyped as hmm. this kind of incredible drama we weren't woke yet we weren't woke yet. Yeah, we weren't woke. We were all just toddling along, going to see our white saviour movies. We were all having a blast. Yeah. There's a whole scene where she bakes a poo into a cake in that, mo- in that movie. Pun. Or a pie. Yeah, it's like one of the characters like bakes her own shit into a pie and then makes like the person who owns the house that she works in, she makes her like eat the pie. So I have this nice pie, and then but we as the audience know that it has poo in it. Four and a half stars. Four and a half stars, yeah. <laughs> now I understand why you've got to give it a four and a half stars. Uh, the Rum Diary, which is like another Johnny Depp attempt to uh, do Hunter S. a Hunter S. Thompson yeah. book. Yeah, which, I never saw it. Um, I remember nothing about it. I like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I've yeah. not seen it in a long time. But Here's another one that I don't believe exists. Justice. Right, I don't know that one see i feel like if you just type in justice <laughs> nothing's gonna come up just the concept of justice is gonna come up it's just like yeah it's gonna <clears> exist <throat> don't worry about it we, we, we're taking care of it over here tell me what this movie was danny i gave it two stars what is justice justice 2011 tell me what oh, it no, is baby. i've gone i've clicked on seeking justice good lord justice come on baby film oh i can't find it have we got another one that literally doesn't exist? 2011. I've got Seeking Justice. Nope. 2010. I think we have. I think we've just stumbled upon Ooh. another imaginary movie. I don't know. You've made this one up again. So that's it. That's two then. Justice and the class. You probably just wanted to... You just you just liked Justice that year. Do you think I've just... Yeah, it's the concept. Well, I didn't. I gave it two stars. I wasn't on board with the concept of Justice. I didn't feel like Justice was being served. Uh, are you sure it wasn't Seeking Justice <clears throat> with Nicolas Cage and Guy Pearce and January Jones? Let me see the poster. Uh, so you've got... You've got two distinctive posters here. You've got this poster. No, I've not Right, seen and then you've got this poster. <laughs> so for people who are listening obviously which is all of you uh one of them was like 
three pictures of the characters but there was like a red banner going through it yeah. and then the other one was three pictures of the characters but there was an orange banner going through it it's the red and orange that really makes the difference when high school teacher gerald's wife gets brutally attacked by a stranger he enlists a vigilante organization to kill his wife's attacker later the group returns to collect a favor from will this is i've not seen this movie okay so so this is not it so either yeah i was just not on board with justice that year or again it's another like weird college thing that i've decided to throw on the list just to throw me future 10 years of the future off the fucking scent uh we got 50 50 which i gave five stars i feel like that's quite like a bold take that's like a that's a good movie it's not five star movie yeah um take shelter five stars i would stand by that one yeah that's a stunning movie uh moneyball which is a film that seems like the ultimate dad movie <clears throat> like it just seems like you yeah. know it's about fucking sports and numbers you know what i mean it's like it's everybody's just... dad's like sports, <laughs> and, sports numbers. and numbers you know uh <clears throat> sorry my throat is just beyond dry now you offered me a reese's cup earlier think how much worse this could be yeah if i had taken that peanut butter treat exactly i would be able to speak right now uh but we're nearly at the end of the list my week with marilyn oh that vaguely rings a bell yeah it's the marilyn monroe movie uh, oh no yeah I do yeah I vaguely remember I, there was the, I remember <clears throat> being a controversy around it but I would not be able to summon it for you I think it's another film that had a lot of kind of hype around the time but now no one talks mm. about it like because there's no reason to um, Arthur Christmas another example of me just thinking animated movies are the best I give it five stars I like Arthur Christmas I like Arthur Christmas, Christmas a lot a film. Film. Uh, Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 here's our next half star movie that i don't think is that i think if i i i know if that's the one where like she's pregnant yeah and like she's having to drink blood through like a, a mcdonald's cup and then the baby tries to like eat its way out from the inside and it's stuff quite like, horrific. i though, know yeah. me and the weird shit i like now i'd be like this is great this is like how did you take what is meant to be like a teenager's romance like young adult novel and turn it into something so fucking weird body (laughs) horror and everybody bought it yeah like and everybody bought into it um the thing remake which i watched quite recently and is not very good no uh hugo a movie i've not seen since it came out in the cinema i gave it i've still not seen hugo five stars apparently Danny. i'll I'll, I'll take 2011 scott morrison's recommendation um we have three movies left i worry that i've just rattled through some of these because i'm worried about how long it's going to take if we talked about every single (laughs) one but i don't know how this is going to turn out uh the last three i'll just list them back to back cool tell you what right actually tell you what right i'm gonna give you how am i gonna do this right okay i got three movies here okay right i gave one movie two stars one movie four stars one movie five stars okay so two five four so one you didn't like one you liked enough one you really loved okay sherlock holmes a game of shadows what do you think i'm giving that two four or five Ooh. right so i didn't like that one that much because i thought it wasn't was much of a detective film uh-huh. i remember thinking as a but i don't think it's a two-star film okay I'd say it's a four-star film. A four-star film. Okay. Well, I mean, I wouldn't give it four stars, but I feel like if I was, if I was Scott Morrison in 2011, which I was briefly in 2011... I uh, feel like you're gonna... I feel like I've done this wrong because you've already given the two-star one away and it's like, well, I haven't told you what the other two movies are, so... Well, okay, tell me all three movies okay. and I'll, I'll try and get the... I'll try and... Okay, so you got Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. Right. You got The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Right. And you got Puss in Boots. 
Okay. <laughs> now, three very different movies. <laughs> They've never been compared. Now, Daddy, what is a two star? What is a four star? What is a five star? So we know that, like, w- 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 okay. So I'm gonna go. Game of Shadows is the two star. Right. And, uh, I'm gonna go. Go of the Dragon Tattoos, the four star. <laughs> and because we know how much you like animated <laughs> films, because animated films is a, a a big, big, big factor for you in 2007. Yeah. I'm gonna say Puss in Boots is definitely the five star film. 100. percent Five stars. Yeah. 100. <laughs> um. Yeah. Apparently, animated movies were just my fucking jam, and you did not have to work hard to win my approval. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So there we go. That was every movie I saw in the cinema, including 2011. Do I feel like I wasted a lot of my time? Yes. Yes. Especially seeing things like... What were some of the ones that I saw? Uh, fucking... I saw, like, The Hangover Part 2 twice. Like, why did we see that twice? I saw Transformers Dark of the Moon twice. Fuck those movies. That's a lot of wasted time. Um, it's about six hours I saw things like Yogi Bear. Like, uh. Hop. Like, why was I going to see these? But it's just that thing you do, isn't it? When you're that age and you've got all this free time on your hand. You just fucking go see stuff. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what else am I doing? <laughs> I remember The Hangover Part 2 was the... I remember wanting to go see it because I, I, I remember being so adamant. I was a very o- optimistic at the time. I was like, there's no way they've just done the, the first film again. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way. There has to be some sort of twist on it. There's no way they've just done the first film again. By God, did they prove you wrong. <laughs> Like, they literally just did the first film again. <laughs> and then the third one, I feel like they try to be, they try to do something, like, so different that it's like, well, this might as well not be a Hangover movie. At this yeah. Point. Like, what a weird franchise that didn't need to be a franchise. No. But money. Uh, and now he's going to make a Joker sequel. We're going to have to sit through another one of those. I mean, we don't, we don't have, we don't have, have to. to. <laughs> but let's face it, well, that's, that's time let's wasted. Let's face it, we're gonna. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. We're gonna go see it. What we're if it turns out to be it. good? What if it turns out to be good? But did you see the Venom 2 trailer? Uh, yes. It looks good. Yes. In in that sort of... It looks good in that, like... Yeah, ridiculous sort of way. stupid. Yeah. yeah. yeah like and, the first, and the first film was... I remember it being fine. I remember it. The first one feels like a movie that was made in, like, 2004. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it just feels so out of touch with now. <laughs> but yeah, the thing, the first one was taking itself reasonably seriously, and then you watch Venom two, and you're like, "This, yeah, does, this, this is really not taking is itself like seriously." Full silly, which... Woody, Woody Harrison looks fun. Like his weird acting choices. I'm glad they cut the hair. <laughs> I am excited. I am like, I think, yeah, I think that the enjoyment of Venom does just come from that. It just doesn't feel like a movie of this time anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think like. I think they've kind of embraced that and this next one's going to be like maybe like a bit more self-aware I guess looks like it yeah but I'm excited I'm excited it's weird it. seeing Tom Hardy still like attached to a movie like this yeah. yeah why is that I don't know just it just doesn't seem like it's just weird that this was the thing where he was like I want to be Venom like he was like root, he was like champion and, yeah he like, really like, likes yeah, Venom he really doesn't he for it. Um, he's got a yeah who, what, what was the last film he was in? I'm trying to think what Tom Hardy's been uh, in. Recently. Oh, he was just in... Uh, I didn't watch it, but he was in the new uh, Josh Trank movie. Uh, the one about the gangster. Oh, yeah, Capone. Yeah, because yeah, he, like he did... Um, obviously, probably because he did Legend. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. so like that's kind of the same vibe, isn't it? Like, a movie that like we love based on the trailer and not uh, the movie itself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I could still quote that entire trailer. Like, yeah, almost uh, and word. the film was fine. Film was fine. Yeah, it's a very very fine movie. It was it was it was fine. 
Um, anyway, my throat is very dry. I need to go drink some some water. That's so good. I hope you have enjoyed this trip down memory lane of 2011. I have another list of 2012 movies, which I guess if we're stuck, we can do that <laughs> at some point. Um, yeah, we'll just save that yeah. for another rainy day. Um, obviously, we haven't really been putting these out regularly because the world is weird right now and it's kind of hard to like do these. Mm. Um, but, you know... We'll- We'll just keep fucking farting them out when we when we get a chance. Oh, I should say that I I, I released another podcast. Yes. Uh, a limited series. I don't. I, whenever this goes out, I think probably by this time the fourth episode. I did one with a uh, friend of the podcast, Jim Rennie, called Quizotic Mavens, and we just talk about stuff that's interesting. That is such just, a you title. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Uh, it's it's just a, a fancy way of saying overambitious idiots. Good. Um. But we just well, we just talk about stuff that interests us, and we try to educate each other on random things. And it was it's only six episodes, like then that's it. And then we'll maybe do a second series if if we want to, or if it turns out okay. But yeah, look it up. Um, first episode was on tuna boot, which is always always recommend tuna boot. And yeah, amazing. If you if you're if you're stuck for at least me, <laughs> if, <laughs> if it was my if my if mine was the opinion that you were wanting to come in here for, but you wanted to hear more from me. Done it. And we all know everyone's here for you, Danny. I obviously. I'm just a vehicle for your. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't fucking know. Opinions. Yeah. I give you opinions, and you're you're just here to respond. You're genius. Yeah. You're like the wall I'm talking off to, but sometimes I'm about you to say scribe stuff. for your yeah. genius. You facilitate um, my conversation. Well, yeah, definitely. Everyone should get on that. Hmm. I've already forgotten the title because it was mental. <laughs> <laughs> Quizotic mavens. Quizotic mavens. Not very easily searchable, admittedly. Um, if people wanted to talk to us about this podcast, where would they do that? They'll uh, they'll get through uh, second opinion. That's second with a two, either on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, tell us your favorite film from 2011. 2011. Was it Justice or The Class? Yeah. Oh, if it, yeah, no one's fucking. But if anyone can fucking figure out what those are, like, please message me because I'm gonna drive myself insane. <laughs> I'm gonna have like the fucking like posters all over the wall with like lines connecting them and stuff yeah. like that, trying to figure it out, but. Um, but yeah until next time whenever that may be uh, we love you and goodbye eat your JK Simmons eat your JK Simmons see it's been so long since we since we ate our JK Simmons bye everyone bye